Um, you talk all the time about improvement, right? You see the improvement and the results will come. When you look back at that first game against the Cowboys 10, 11 weeks ago, are there specific things you can look at and share that we are better now than we were then? And maybe a couple of things where, you know, I'm disappointed. We're not a lot better now than we were then. Obviously, there's a lot of things, you know, I look at, in, you know, with a very critical eye. Uh, I do see a lot of improvement from the team as a whole. Um, this is far from the team that played the Cowboys the first time. And again, like I said yesterday, they're a much improved team as well. You can see that very clearly on the tape. You know, there's a lot of things that stand out to me. You know, you watch the tape. I mean, look, you, know, you kind of flash on back to, you know, Daniel's play and in the offensive line. I've seen a lot of growth and development in the offensive line. It's allowed Daniel to stand back there in the pocket, you know, more confidently and not have to escape all the time and extend plays to get it down the field. I've saw a lot of good catches from our receivers in that early game on extended plays. I've seen a lot of plays throughout the season that reflected mirrored that we improved from that game going forward in contested catches as well. You look at Sterling, you look at Golden, you look at Shep, or I mean um, Slayton, you look at those guys down the field, some contested catches. Now we got to be more consistent as a coaching staff and you know execution of players all across the board to really raise our level of play. Uh, but there's a number of things I look at from that game that you can say, okay, we're a lot better. Like you turn that tape on from 12 weeks ago and you can look at that, you know, and I watched several times a weekend leading into it, and it kind of jumps out of you like, man, like, I can see individual improvement from a lot of players. I can see collective improvement from units, and I can see collective improvement from the entire team as a whole. So there's a lot of encouraging things going forward. Um, our guys have done a good job this year working hard and making a lot of improvement. There's a lot of guys uh, who are younger players, a lot of guys who are very new to our program at the point of coming in, who didn't go through an entire training camp with us or joined us, you know, maybe right on the back end of training camp. And uh, you know, I see those guys really fitting in the systems well and making a lot of gains. Thanks. Hey, Joe. Hey, Ron. How tough a matchup is this for your secondary? What makes their three top receivers so challenging? Because obviously you guys have Bradbury, who's taken away a top receiver quite often this season. But this team has two. It seems like almost has three number ones. Well, I think it's an accurate statement what you said right there. In terms of the whole label of number one receivers, I think all three of these guys could fit in that label of uh, being a top receiver for a team and a feature matchup guy. You know, I think the thing that's unique about these guys, you get a lot of receivers throughout the league who maybe are bigger, fast targets that are down the field threats, and you get other guys maybe kind of smaller, quicker, that are catch and run threats. These guys all have good size. They have very good speed. They can build their speed and hold their speed down the field. They have good hands, make contested catches, but they do an exceptional job of extending plays. So, you know, you can look early in the year with the deep shots down the field, and then you can look even as, as recent as last week with Andy hitting a slant to Cooper. He takes it for a huge gain. Hitting the screen to Gallup, huge gain. You know, CeeDee Lamb over the middle, huge gains. So they learn how to really use these guys in different situations. I think Kellen's, you know, does a great job of, you know, creating matchups, you know, isolating defenders, making you play one-on-one -on -one ball. And Andy's very smart to understand where he needs to go with the ball. The ball gets out fast. He doesn't hold it very long. Most of his passes are really completed inside of 20 yards. But that doesn't mean it's not an explosive play. We've got to do a good job of tackling in space. And these are all very talented runners in space with the ball. Hey, Joe, I got sort of a big picture question for you. You're coming up on, you know, being here a year. You've worked with Dave for a year. How would you describe that working relationship with you two? Yeah, I'd say the entire building since I've been here has really had, you know, kind of one vision going forward. I've enjoyed working with Dave the entire year. We've done a lot of good things together. I really enjoyed the process through free agency and the draft. I obviously went through training camp. There was a lot of logistical work we had to cooperate with throughout the spring and summer in terms of getting the – set up some ready for when the team came back. So there's a lot of cooperation work throughout the building. I think everyone's doing a good job right now in terms of just understanding where we want to go 
and pushing in that direction. There's been a lot of really good communication with Dave, all right, Kevin, Mark, Tim, all the guys working at personnel in terms of the kinds of players that we're really looking for that fit into our systems and looking around the league and who's available on the street as well as building a draft with Chris and his staff in terms of who's going to fit what we're looking for. So I'm very pleased how we came out of last spring with free agency and the draft. I think all those guys we brought in have contributed to this team, have developed in time and have helped lay a foundation for this team. We've got to keep drafting well. We have to keep signing free agents that will build not only within our culture, but our schemes give us versatility. Uh, but I'd say the cooperation on both aspects, you know, the building's been working as one, and that's been a very positive thing. Thanks, Joe. Canavan. Hey, Joe, happy birthday. Hey, thanks, Tom. Um, quick question. In the last 24 hours, you guys have been very open about Daniel being limited about his far as mobility. As an older guy, would you ever sandbag an opponent? Can you say it one more time? Can, would you ever deceive an opponent? And we used the word sandbag when I was growing up. <laughs> um, no, look, I, I read Daniel's comments yesterday. Um, probably a little bit more forthcoming than I would have been with it right there. Um, but as I said yesterday, we'll do whatever it takes to win the game. But again, look, I can't stress that I'm going to always put the player's health in consideration of how we call the game. You know, I can't turn around, as you said yesterday, take the gloves off. Well, the gloves come off and you expose someone to long-term injury. That's not always, you know, the most opportune thing. So uh, we're going to make sure that we, you know, always put our players in a position of strength, and that includes their health. Thank you. We'll, we'll take two more. Jordan, Rock. Jordan. Hey, Joe. Do you view this as sort of like a, a playoff game? It, 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 the way it works out, it's essentially an elimination game, and I'm, I'm curious – You've been in a lot of these games. As a coach, do you handle them differently? Do you need to, you know, make sure your players stay within themselves or, you know, approach it any differently, knowing that the intensity might be at a different level? Look, our approach has been the same all year in terms of putting everything we have into every game. You know, look, we have 16 opportunities a year to go out there and perform and execute. This is one of the 16. Uh, look, they all add up collectively, okay? It's not the 16th game that means something more than the first 15. You have to take advantage of all your opportunities. And there's times this year we had to play better and take advantage of them. There's times that we played good games and came out with the results we we're looking for. But we've got to make them all count along the way uh, if you want to go ahead and talk about anything past those 16 games. But in terms of us, our players have come to work every week this season, work tirelessly. They don't what we ask them to do. They prepared well. You know, we have to do a good job as coaches making sure these last you know, 72 hours or so leading in the game. We do the best job possible preparing our players. And then on game day, make the necessary adjustments when they come up and stay ahead on them. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, man. Nice, Jordan. Last one here, Rock. Joe, you've, you've been pretty clear about Daniel being the, uh, you know, your long-term quarterback. Where is your level of confidence uh, in, in the offensive system uh, that he's running? And, and what, what kind of changes do you have to implement whenever the offseason starts. Obviously, there's, there's only so much you can do week to week. What, what do you want to see from, from this offense when it takes the field for the 2021 season? Well, I'm always going to look for our offense to evolve with the players we have in it. So to me, the priority is getting good players in here, which I think we have, and then putting them in positions where they can make plays. And we just got to keep on evolving as we go with the you know, level of experience and the strengths of the players as they increase. And we get some young players in here as well. We have to make sure that we put them in positions they can execute without having to slow down mentally with how they play. Um, but the vision of the offense to me is always going to be the same, to be a multiple team who can adjust on the fly, who can put our players in positions of strength and can make adjustments as we need to.